from the third chapter of the Acts of the Apostles. Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 8. Yeah, because you fit into just what I'm going to be preaching about this. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, we're going to um, continue to bless his name. If you really want to make the devil mad, just say, thank you, Jesus. Boy, that devil. Boy, that devil. He hates that. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> Acts chapter 3. And our verse is 1 through verse number 8. And we will anchor down and look, focus on verse number 8. Get a chance to read all of the Acts of the Apostles. Um, but you have your Bibles. If you don't have your Bible, bring your Bible to church. Because a lot of folks try to challenge me. I don't believe with Reverend McClellan. I didn't say it. It's in the book. And I told you last Sunday what Mary said, whatsoever he said unto you, do it. And I only do what Jesus said do. Amen. 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 And every Christian, you live your life like that and you will be, you'll be blessed. Let's read. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Let's read. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms and Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John said look on us and he gave heed unto them expecting to receive something of them then Peter said silver and gold have I none but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk and he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and anchor bones received strength. And he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. I just want to briefly tag this text. I want to talk about what's already been going on here this morning. I want to talk about spiritual excitement. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping praising God. Spiritual excitement. You may be seated spiritual excitement amen amen dr pari burton in his book the comfortable pew says stated that for the most part the church has lost its fire 
what Dr. Burton is saying that for many Christians, they have lost their spiritual excitement. Many just come to church. Nowadays, just get in and get out. Many come just so nobody calling them, asking them where you been. They just come. Um, Paul or uh, John said to the church in Revelation, the Laodicea church, Revelation 3.15, he said, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou would cold or hot, so then because thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew you thee out of my mouth. What's, what's, what's likened today is not what's wrong with the world, it is what's wrong with Christians. And so many Christians have lost their spiritual excitement if I could I'm working on a formula right now this is right here I don't know can you see the camera can you see this amen this is my can I'm working on a, a spiritual excitement can I'm trying to get it where I can just spray some folk amen, yes. amen. just some of y'all amen just hope can you get this right here it's right here is this going on hey see so if I'm working on it, because if I can get it, if I, if, I can, if I can perfect this formula for excitement, on Sunday mornings, I'll pass out some cans to the ushers. And they just spray you. I, I wish it was that simple, wouldn't it? Just somebody just spray them. Hey, you know. Just in the choir stand, just spray some folk. Man, shake it up. And then we'll work on getting a can for everybody. So when we leave here, wherever you go to eat, you can take it and folk can just spray them. You know, you got old ugly husband at home or children acting crazy. On your job tomorrow at school, just walk in with your and just <laughs> man, I wish I wish it was that easy. You know, just because I've been here 25 years and some of y'all, I ain't seen some of y'all smile yet. I'm going to just spray you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it home. Spray it around the house. Excitement, man. I, that's, what, that's, what, that's what we cannot attract a dying, devilish world if we act like we are mad because we are saved. And what's wrong with so many Christians? Why you lost your excitement. Because you're too earthbound. You're too hung up with stuff. Things. And you lost your excitement. Yeah, you're right, Sister William. I remember when the choir sang like our choir sang, or Judah, or even the deacons. I've seen times just deacons, people get excited off devotion. God, me. Over bread. Nowadays, Jesus come down and sing. Some folks, some Christians. You need to be sprayed. I'm, I'm trying to get. Doc. I can't 
we stay spiritually excited when we live in such a messed up world? People sick, problems everywhere. How do, how do we stay excited about ministry in, in this world? Well, I'm going to give you a few things here so you can go down that place. And then, and then, and then if you have to fake it, amen. around sinners, act like you're happy. See, some of y'all don't get happy unless the cowboy win. Oh, cowboy, cowboy, you did. You come to church, don't even say nothing. No. I'm going to spray you. I'm going to have hushes. Then I get it. I get it set where I can have it in an aerosol can. And we just fly over cities. Just spray whole cities. Yeah, come on. How do you stay excited? When, when, with trials and tribulations. Yeah. How do you stay excited after after so many years uh, going to church. How do you stay excited in your marriage? I'm going to have a special one. I'm going to have a pink and I'm going to have a, a green can for marriages. Spray some of these marriages. Psh, psh. So, oh, ooh, ooh. Talking about Christians. I'm not talking to sinners. Sinners ain't got nothing to be excited about nowhere. You're on your way to hell. So you ain't got nothing to be. Amen. Amen. That's why you Christians stay out of these clubs. Let sinners have their fun. Stop buying their liquor. Stop buying up their drugs. This is it for sinners. Amen. They don't get saved. You're on your way to hell. So you have nothing to be excited about. That's why I used to be so mad for our guy saved. Because I knew where I was headed. But to the saints to be drip dry. It's right here. How can we stay excited? Because time is the potential killer of enthusiasm. And, and, and right here in this text, uh, 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 we can see three things. Because Donna, Donna Summer sung that song, and some of y'all used to sing it, probably still sing it. I'm so excited. I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control. And I think I like it. How do we maintain? Well, three things here right quick that we can maintain our spiritual excitement because you're not doing it for me. It's all about him. Look what, look what, look what. First of all, uh, 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 live in the power of the present. Acts chapter 1 verse 1a says, Now Peter and John went up to the temple at the hour now, see, amen. You have to learn how to live in the power of the present. Yesterday is a council check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. All we have is now. You may have messed up, thank God, for an illustrious history of this church or in your life, but that was then, this is now, that's, that's all. I, I, told, I told the future leaders class this morning, our high school students and college students, I told them, if Brett Kavanaugh had called me, I would have told him what to say. Because all of us, if he did it in our teenage years, but all he had to say is what Reverend Clemens' book says, I once was lost. But now I'm found. <laughs> well, get a lot of people hung up. 
you don't live in the now. All we have is right now. I've been through the storm and rain, but right now it is well with my soul. Yeah, we all messed up. All of us are, who are saved are ex-something. Amen. And we, we all are ex-something. Amen. That's, that's why the older you get, the folk who remember what you did, they done forgot it. And that's why we don't be pointing fingers at anybody else because all of us are ex-something. But that was then. Some of y'all used to couldn't pass a liquor store. Amen. I told y'all the story about the young man just got saved and preacher invited him to church, gave him direction to the church, told his young guy, just got saved, been saved about two weeks, said, where's your church, Reverend? He said, go down here, turn, uh, before you cross railroad tracks, there's a liquor store, turn right by the liquor store, go over the railroad tracks, when you come down at the end of the street, there's a turn left by the gambling shack, then come two blocks, there is a strip tea joint on the, on the right side. Turn right. The church is right down the street. He said, Reverend, I'll never make it. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All of us have a history. But now, see, yeah, they, they, right, right now, right, right now, they didn't let prosperity mess them up. The church at this time were between 15 to 25,000 members. But notice, they were still going to prayer meet. Amen. That's why a whole lot of folk, you are here, I'm talking to you, but I'm talking about you who are not sick in the hospital and you laying up at home missing coming to the temple. There's a miracle in just coming to God's house. And Peter and John now were going up to the temple because there's a blessing in coming to the Lord's house. Psalms 122 said, what? I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. They came every time they come. That's why our four parents uh, drug us to church. Because my mother understood the blessing of just being in the Lord's house. Ain't no other house like the Lord's house. I got saved in the Lord's house. I got delivered in the Lord's house. I got married in the Lord's house. I started preaching. And every time you come, it's a blessing. That's why when you miss it, you miss so much. Amen. Now they went up to the temple. Stay away from these folk who try to talk you out of going to church. That's the devil. Amen. They went up. And anytime you come to the Lord's house, you're going up. It's an upward experience. I don't care how folk try to rain on the parade. It's an upward experience. <laughs> Anytime you get here, it's upward. Amen. Because this is the, they went up at the hour of prayer. Then suckling, look at, you got to live in the power of purpose. Somebody say purpose. See, they, they went up together. See, at the hour of prayer. There, there's power in unity. Doesn't matter how many you have, if you can get together, you can get something done. Amen. That's that's why I pastored a, a small fellowship because there's no such thing as a small church. You have small fellowship 
and large fellowship. And I passed a small fellowship, my first church. I had about 20 people, but I really believe on, on, on Easter Sunday, there was 25 there. My wife said it was just 20, but I think I counted 25. And, uh, but, but the difference between a small fellowship and a large fellowship, a lot of time in a small fellowship, you can get people together better. In a large fellowship, you got so many experts. Everybody know what everybody else should be doing, but they not doing nothing. You know, they know, well, you know, y'all, you know what we ought to do. <laughs> but Peter and John went up together. The old preacher used to say, if you don't have but two teeth, they look better together. <laughs> they went up together. The devil hates unity. And that's why you have to be careful of folk who will destroy the unity of the believers together uh, uh, at the hour of prayer. They had purpose. They came with purpose in mind. We just don't come just because it's Sunday. We come because this is our collective worshiping day. And we come to throw down in Jesus' name. If you want it quiet, go to the library. If you want it quiet, go to the ICU room. But some of us, God have blessed us another week. And we told God, if you bring me out every chance I get, I'm going to tell you thank you in your house. Hey, hey. They, 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 Peter and John went up together. The Holy Ghost bring people together Peter and John were just as opposite as two shoes Peter was old and uneducated and broke John was young educated and rich but the Holy Ghost brought them together let me say that again in Jesus Christ there is no generation gap if you save, you save, and the Holy Ghost bring people together. That's why you can't get along with some folk if they're not saved, because they got the wrong spirit working in them. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus, you got to be born again. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And you can't get along in spiritual things with unsaved people. They think we all are crazy. What y'all doing going? What y'all doing over there? Yeah. But the Holy Ghost bring us together. The Holy Ghost. That's why so many marriages having problems. Y'all trying to be together off each other. You need the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost keep you from folk getting on your last nerve. Somebody say the Holy Ghost. That's why, that's why you don't curse folk out like you used to. Some of y'all used to curse worse than sailors. You curse more than Lil Wayne with no music. Amen. <laughs> but you got saved. Now I got a new spirit. Don't curse like you used to curse. That's the Holy Ghost. See? Whatever, whatever we were doing when we got saved, it didn't go out of business. But what keeps us from still doing it is the power of the Holy Ghost. Stay away from these folk who are trying to make excuses for their, their unholy living. I can't help it. No, you don't want to help it. Yes, you can. Because if you ask Jesus, he can help it. He'll give you victory. You can live holy. You can live a holy life if you turn your life over to Jesus and get full of the Holy Ghost. 
power of the Holy Ghost bring people together. Somebody say together. Watch these folk. Amen. They, Peter and John. Young man, old man, learned man, unlearned, rich, poor. Holy Ghost brought them together. Well, hallelujah. Amen. Some of these folk, you, you can't get along with them because they're not saved. That's why you better start asking people, are you saved? Amen. Some of these devils, they don't get along. They, all they want to do is cuss and fuss. And then fuss and cuss some more. I don't care how good God blessed, they still mad. Well, bless the Lord. When you ain't got nothing, they mad. When you got something, they mad. But the Holy Ghost bring you together. Now, Peter and John went up together. Anybody that bring you down, you need to stay away from them. That's what's wrong with some of y'all right now. Y'all hanging out with downers. <laughs> Downward thinking people. And so consequently, you can't stay up. Because you are hanging out with downers. <laughs> well, bless his name. You have a good day, say good morning. They say, why? What's so good about it? That's a downer. Stay away from them. Mark them and avoid them. Say, no, I'll see you. A whole lot of folk look a whole lot of better going than coming. Good to see you. Feed your goldfish. God bless you. Because I want to be around people who going to bring me up. Here I am struggling. You're going to be offering me some whiskey. You're not my friend. Here I am struggling, and I don't have no sinus cold, and you offer me some marijuana. Here I am struggling and you're going to invite me to the club? You're not my friend. You're not picking me up. You're bringing me down. Peter and John went up together. The temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour. And then look what there. It was a sad situation at a beautiful gate. But look, you got to live in the power of Jesus' name. Man was there uh, asking arms. And don't have time to deal with it, all of it. But this grown man, lame from, from his mother's womb. Just like all of us are from, from we were spiritually lame. And, uh, and they carried. I wonder who carried him. That's why I've been telling you guys, invite at least 10 or 20 people every week to church. And if you need to go pick them up, go pick them up. Because they need to be here so they can get a blessing. See, he was there. If he had stayed at home, he would have missed his blessing. But he was there, broke, but he wasn't too proud to beg. <laughs> so he asked for some help. And then look it up on Peter and John, expecting to receive something. The reason why some folk get blessed and some people don't is some people don't expect to get nothing. Some people just, you know, no expectation. Amen. No, they just come to church. Where are you going? I'm just going to church. And uh, I am. Uh, yeah, Oh, okay. But he was expecting. See, every time I preach, every time I, I expect God to do some great things. See, I, I'm not surprised because God is a great God and he can do anything but fail. He looked up expecting to receive something. You ought to come expecting to receive. You got to believe it and then receive it. Some folk don't want to receive it. We got to believe. And he expected. He expected. And then Peter said, notice, Peter spoke up. Mr. Big Mouth. Amen. I know some folk like that. They, they speak before they think. Amen. Flopping their lips. Bumping their gums. That's what mama used to say. You stop bumping your gums. Because notice, for years when I preached this text, I think I know, I used to say, uh, they were two broke preachers 
But, but John wasn't broke. Amen. Peter said, it's in your text. Peter said, silver and gold have honor. John ain't said nothing. Amen. 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 You, you better stop letting folks speak for you. Amen. Well, amen. 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 Stop letting folk speak for you. Not nobody speak for me, but me. Amen. Peter said, John ain't said, because John was part of the Jerusalem uh, aristocracy. John uh, had a, his daddy had a fishing business. So Peter was the one broke. Peter said, silver and gold have I none. Stop letting folk talk for you. You don't know what God have done for me. Don't let nobody shout for me. You don't know how good God been to me. You don't, you don't know. You don't pick my friends. You don't tell me who to like, who not to like. That was some folk. If they don't like somebody, they don't want you to like them. Are you going, are you going to the pastor's gala? I don't know. Then you, well, you, you better speak for yourself, man. Amen. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. I don't nobody tell me not to go to school. I ain't going. Well, that's you. Amen. You speak, you don't speak for me. Peter said, silver and gold. Have I none? But such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and, and walk. The story is told about Pope, Pope Pius IX was telling one of his young cardinals, reading this text, and he reached down, they had a big pot of gold in the Rome, in the Vatican. And the, and the Pope reached down and picked up a handful of gold and said, Young Cartner, no longer can the church say, Silver and gold have I none. And then the young Cartner also said, Yes, you're right, Pope, but neither can the church say, In the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. You can become so top heavy. We can become so denominational conscious. We can become so, so caught up in the cultural and the political stuff of this world that we misusing the most powerful name in the world. And that name is the name of Jesus. Notice William Shakespeare says, there's nothing in a name. William Shakespeare said, a rose would still spell just as sweet by any other name. But Mr. Shakespeare, I like to call you on that point. Uh, you never call on the name of Jesus because there is power in that name. There is helping power in the name of Jesus. There is healing power in the name of Jesus. There is holding power in the name of Jesus. There is hallelujah power in the name of Jesus. And Peter reached out caught him by the right hand thank you uh, Reverend Terrell Chapman for reaching out catching people by the right hand and lifting him up and the man stood and he entered with him 
into the temple. You see, what's wrong with a whole lot of black folk and white folk and Hispanic folk? When they get blessed, they stop going to church. Yeah, there used to be a time uh, and then people tried to lay it on live stream. And no, you just blessed and you done got lazy. But this man, when the Lord blessed him, he went on the church. Look how many people when they broke, this is the only place you can come when you're broke is to the house of God. You can't go to the movie broke because you got to pay going in. You can't go to the football game broke because you got to have a ticket going in. But this is the only place you can come broke. And a lot of people come when they broke uh, but when the Lord blesses them uh, they stop coming. Uh, you look around and see people uh, when they didn't have nothing. They was at church every Sunday uh, prayer meeting and Bible study but when the Lord blessed them they stopped coming but this man then he went on in into the temple walking leaping and praying God he was excited because the Lord had done something for him. Yes, sir. Stop trying to explain your praise because you don't know like I know what the Lord has done for me. You keep on being excited. You keep on telling the dying well that Jesus the son of Mary, she born in a Bethlehem, wrapped in swaddling clothes, laid in a manger. She walked the streets of Jerusalem. He healed the sick and he raised the dead. She they put a crown of thorns on his head a cross on his shoulder and Jesus started marching Calvary Hill he hung bled and died hallelujah the devil thought the story had ended but it wasn't over he was dead graveyard dead he was good and dead but the reason why we can still be excited reason why we can still raise holy hands reason why the choir can still sing I know the Lord will make a way somehow is because Sunday morning Sunday morning Sunday morning Sunday morning Sunday morning He rose from the dead With all 
There's an old commercial on TV. Don't see it much anymore. But a guy walk out on the porch, looks right into the camera and raises a question and said, when was the last time you had a thick, rich bowl of Wolf Brand chili? And before you can answer, he said, that's too long. I closed my little sermon. Thank you for 25 years. I'm looking forward to all next month. But I got one more question that I want to ask you. When was the last time you got so excited about Jesus that when you got home from church, you were pretty near funky? Well, that's too long. Every day, you ought to bless his name. Every day, you ought to give him praise. Yeah, in that name, name of Jesus. Stay excited spiritually. Went on to church. Y'all hear me say it and I'm finished. I grew up Baptist. Grew up Methodist. Grew up Church of the Living God. Grew up in the Church of God in Christ. And I may not agree with all their theology. But I sure enough like their enthusiasm. Every now and then, you may not shout every Sunday. Every now and then, your cup ought to run over. Ain't he alright? Ain't he alright? Ain't he alright? Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. need to be said at City Hall that would need to be said on your job that would need to be said in our schools Jesus in that name go home today and declare our house is a Jesus house in the name of Jesus right up right up and walk hallelujah spiritual excitement ask your neighbor do you need spraying hallelujah God been good to us if nothing else I'm saved hallelujah in that name which is above every name 
Go out and declare that name. In the name of Jesus. That's why he healed your body. He's a healer. He's a deliverer. He's a heart fixer. And a mind regulator. Spiritual sight.